Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How, how many feel like it's been good to be here today already? Amen. Glory to God. Oh, praise, 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Master. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lift your hands once more where you are. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 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 Yes, we praise and worship you. We praise and worship you. Praise you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Thank you, Master. Glory, glory, glory. Praise, 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 praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Glory to God. Well, the Bible says it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Doesn't it say that? It's a good thing to give thanks. Amen. Good things happen when you give thanks and give praise. And amen. We are, we're so privileged to be here in these, well, in any of these services, but of course in the mornings here, and uh, ministering to you on the subject of prayer. And uh, How many understand that that is, uh, there, there's so much revelation in that area, yeah. so much has been said over the years, not all of it is, is you know, uh, just exactly down the middle of the, of the bowling alley, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and so you have to, you have to... Uh, you have to get your bearings from the Word of God Amen. and find out what the, what the Word really says. I think prayer has been uh, the victim of a lot of traditional thought, you know, just over the years. And, um, and so I tell you what, there's so much light. And uh, I, if I were the enemy, I'd want to obscure and, and kind of mix up this subject because uh, he stands to lose quite a bit from those who've learned to take their place effectively in the area of prayer, doesn't he? Uh, we're, we're in a, a period of time in Bible language called the last days or the end times. Uh, you can't deny that. Uh, just we could, we could teach it, but that's not our subject this morning. But we're in the last days. And one of the greatest responsibilities that the child of God has in the last days is to participate in the flow of prayer. Uh, and there's reasons for it. There's reasons for it. It's not just something to keep you busy, right? It's not just an exercise. And of all the benefits you get personally in that area, and, and how many know there are benefits? Uh, how, did you, how did you find out who you were supposed to marry or what you, know, what you were supposed to do for a next step? Well, you had, to sp- you, had to get the, you had to get in the presence of God. You had to spend some time in prayer for your own life. But besides just your own life, there's a, I guess you could call it a larger sphere that you can participate in and take your place in prayer as a member of the body of Christ in the last days. Matter of fact, let's have you turn over to 1 Peter 
the fourth chapter, and we'll just look at a verse here. And, and uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, I've got, I've got notes, I've tried to prepare my heart, but, uh, you know, we, we rely on, uh, on the Spirit when we're ministering, you know, and, and just want to do what's right, you know, nothing, nothing beyond what He wants to do and nothing less than He wants to do. And so we appreciate your faith and, and your supply. And so over in 1 Peter 4, uh, I've just always, I've just, this verse has always just kind of stood out to me, you know, and I've, I've kind of locked into it over the years. And it says in the seventh verse, it says, the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. There you go. Come on. What a verse, huh? Now, uh, don't, don't read that the way a lot of people read that. <laughs> a lot of people read it this way. The end of the world is coming. Be afraid and pray that it doesn't happen. <laughs> How many know that's not what it says? But the first time I read it, I think that's what I heard. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The end is co- the end's coming. Pray. <laughs> no, the end of all things is talking about the end of the age. When the Bible talks about the end times, it's talking about the end of the age uh, and what age are we in? Well, we're in what's called the church age. Yes, right. But we're at the end of that church age, and there's things that happen that must happen. Uh-huh. Revelation talks about things that must shortly come to pass. Yes. Yeah. Right? right? Well, those things coming to pass aren't just up to God and His timetable. Uh, so many of the things that must come to pass in our day and in our time require, I'd like to say it this way, require the cooperation of the body of Christ. And one of the areas in which we cooperate, of course, one area in which we cooperate is just learning what God said to us. Um, and, and wouldn't it be beautiful if we could get all in the body of Christ on the same page, you know, and get, get, get all the ones who, who think they don't need God <laughs> back over here into the middle where you say, yeah, you need God. And all the ones that think I'm just an unworthy uh, worm of the dust, yet you've been born again, you've been saved, get them over here in the middle where we understand just all the same thing, what God said. Amen. So that's just one responsibility. But then another thing, what, what, what does this specify? What did this verse say? The end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober. What's that mean? Think correctly. Yeah. Think, have your mind renewed. Come on, come to church this morning, everybody. Come on. I know it's been good. I know praise and worship was so awesome. You might think, well, this is just a letdown. Hey, come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Pray, come on now, think soberly. Think, think right. Think right and watch unto prayer. Take your place in prayer. And so, what, you know, one of the greatest needs in our day, and one of the things the Bible specifies as a responsibility that we have in the last days, is that we know how to be people of prayer. We know how to take our place in prayer. And we understand some things. Because not all prayer is effective prayer. Not all, fair, not all prayer is effective prayer. There are so many prayers that, you know, I mean, I, I, would, I would say it this way. God probably appreciates the idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he preached. Uh, like you ever get a gift and, and you didn't want to say it, but you really think, well, I appreciate the thought. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> or somebody made you something to, to eat. Come on. No, pastor was telling me. No, I'm just joking. 
church member might bring you something to eat. And, yeah. Yeah. Well. Hey, we, that's right. Well, well. <laughs> and, uh, and you're hoping that they don't ask you about it later. Because <laughs> right. you're thinking, well, it's the thought that counts. And, and uh, they, ask you, they ask you about it later, and you don't want to lie, so you say, well, it hit the spot. But I, I know a minister that actually, uh, on the lid of his garbage can, he put a sign that said, spot. <laughs> so that when he said it hit the spot, he wasn't lying about it. <laughs> so there's a whole lot of prayer that you, that you think, well, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> You, you tried. And, uh, you know, a lot of Christians, well, they, they're praying the equivalent, really, of what I call bedtime prayers. You know what I, what I mean by bedtime prayers? <laughs> now, I, now I lay me down to sleep. Or I told you about my truck driver friend yesterday. <laughs> I was, you know, I was young. I was the, and, and I don't know, maybe I tried to press into God without knowing anything about who I was in Christ. And the devil saw it and said, oh, good. Yeah, come on, let's. Let's, let me show you a few things. And I mean, I was just a mess. And I'm saying, pray for me. And he puts on his, he puts on his praying over the meal voice. Yeah. Well. <laughs> our most gracious heavenly father, thank you for our dear brother and blessing his life. And, you know, shake your voice a little bit. Well, that's, that's no better than a bedtime prayer. Uh, we, we need to go from bedtime prayers to end time prayers. See us? Well, we need to go from bedtime prayers to end time prayers and be skillful in the types of prayer that will cause us to make progress. That will cause the plan of God to make progress. So what are we doing in the end times? What's one of our responsibilities? Be sober, be right thinking, and watch. Take your place in prayer. Learn to take your place in prayer. Now, prayer, thank God, uh, there are a variety of flows in prayer. There are a variety of things you could talk about, minister on. I'm impressed that, uh, that one particular area we want to focus on is where we were yesterday. So could you go back to Philippians, the first chapter? If you were here, I know we didn't get done with that. And, uh, and again, I'll just invite my wife to jump in, jump up, interrupt. Uh, not interrupt, but participate in the flow uh, as, as it's on her heart. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Glory, glory. And uh, we made mention yesterday of, of this was the Apostle Paul writing from prison, talking about the things that had happened to him. And in verse 19, you remember, we said, uh, well, verse 18 ends by saying, I'll rejoice. Because I know, verse 19, I know, I like that. Don't you like how, how definite that is? He's not wondering. He's not hoping. He said, I know that this, my situation, what's going on here uh, with me being imprisoned and, and possibly put to death and all that was facing him, I know that this shall turn, turn. How many understand that circumstances can turn? Only problem with that is they can turn in different directions and they can turn for the worse or they can turn out like Paul was saying for my salvation. 
Yeah, parapilacastic, irpopopra, besinjinkara, bushplatista, gods, and dos, bande, etirne, pacasto, corabasta. And if you want things to turn in your life, and if you want things to turn in your situation, learn how to take your place in prayer, learn to get your, learn to get your hand on the Holy Ghost handle that will cause things to turn in the right direction instead of the wrong direction, to go north instead of south, and the blessing of God will follow you. Yes. Yes, it will. yes, it will. Yes, it will. For I know that this shall turn not to my defeat, not to my destruction, but to my deliverance. This shall turn to my deliverance. How's it going to turn, Paul? Through your prayer. Through your prayer. I said yesterday, and I want to say it again, you understand just because we say something or hear something one time doesn't mean we get it as we ought to get it. And uh, We want these things to be a part of you, you understand. There are things and situations that can appear in, in your life or appear in the body of Christ that are bigger than what one person's prayer life can handle. There are things that require the assist, that, that require the help of others in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, and and it's for this for the same thing. It'll do it. It'll get it done. Amen. So a supply of spiritual power, you could say, created through prayer. And that, that would help you get out of a situation that seems impossible. Paul, Paul was convinced. He was certain. So much so that he sat there and rejoiced. And don't, don't you get the sense from this passage that Paul was almost uh, not feeling like he had to carry it all himself. Yeah. Do, do you feel that way? Yeah. Do you know that there's times where God will tell you, just chill, somebody else got this. Well, my friend Phillip's here. My goodness. Uh, can I share a little? Is it okay if I refer to your? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right. He's right. You know, you try to be polite, but uh, he's right. <laughs> he, he, was down, uh, he was down to go to the Southwest Believers Convention in Texas, never did make it to the meeting, ended up in a hotel room just sick. Now, Brother Hagen used the term sick as a horse, and that's a, his Texas saying. I'm not from Texas, but I'm borrowing it because a horse is big, so that means sick, big. He got sick as a horse. Sick as a horse, and um, and I mean beyond the point of being able to help himself. Well, um, Brother Copeland actually ended up being this lady who was Brother Copeland's prayer coordinator. Ran into him, and then uh, another one of our friends was down there, and they're like, uh, "Philip ain't looking good." Now the boy normally looks good. You saw him up there on stage. He's good looking. God, I mean, not in a weird way. I'm just saying, he, <laughs> handsome. You know, you live for God, you, 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 you know, like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyhow, they, they come and he's, he gets to the point where he's beyond being able to help himself. Actually ended up, he had COVID and his lungs were shutting down. And he, did, he got to the point where he was within really just about an hour or two of leaving this world, going to another world. But he's here today. Glory to God. But, but anyhow... I was reminded of that because he, he, he was using all his energy to suck air. And you're thinking to yourself, well, I got to pray. I got to pray. And the Lord dealt with him. Chill. 
Other folk got this. Other folk got this. Isn't it good? To, thank God my truck driver friend wasn't, wasn't there with you. Thank God the people who were there weren't just bedtime prayers, but were end time prayers. And they knew how to, they knew how to help. And actually our, our one friend uh, was over near him praying and they, they went back and forth, kind of kind of got into it about it afterwards because he said, he said, this is what you did. She said, this is not what I did. I just, I just prayed. And he said, no, you reached into my lung. Well, how, well, obviously, how can you even do that? You can't do that. But he said something, you, when you were praying, you reached into my lung and pulled something out. That's what we call effective prayer. Not defective prayer. We don't want defective prayer. <laughs> Effective prayer. It got, it got the job done. Well, what, what did it do? It created, uh, it created or generated a spiritual supply. Uh, it, it brought the power of God, I like to say, to the forefront. Where it was so easily accessed that he, like Paul, said, I know. I know the doctor came in and, and very, very kindly said, Mr. Slaughter, I just got to let you know, if your lungs don't start working here in the next hour or so, it's not good. It's just not good. Things are going to start shutting down all over your body. And, and, and he's like, my lungs will work. He knew, he knew we got this. He got this. Glory to God. And he felt that he felt that supply. Well, if that supply will get you out of situations like that, will that will that same kind of supply get us into things that we need to get into? Yeah. Yeah. If it'll if something will work strong in the negative, you understand it'll work strong in the positive. We sometimes talk about the power of our words, you know, and uh, I think all of us here probably know somebody at some point in their lives that they took their tongues, maybe a married couple, and they took their tongues and they carved their marriage into little bits <laughs> and destroyed their marriage right. with, well, if a tongue, if your tongue is that powerful to destroy, is it that powerful in the positive? Does your tongue have creative power? Can you use your tongue to make your, to make your marriage something that it's? That it presently isn't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. See, that's what I thought we were going to have to do that. You know, I woke up last night to find out that my wife had left me. And matter of fact, uh, she was she was packing up when I woke up. That's just, this is a true story now. And I, uh, you pray for us. This is a true story. I woke up last night and, and she was packing and I said, where? I, she said, I'm leaving. Evidently, I got a little violent, a little bit violent while I was sleeping. And I, I didn't realize that she just meant she was leaving to go to the other room to sleep, you know, so I got concerned. But praise God, we're, <clears throat> we got things patched up and we're good. I just want you to know it's all working out <laughs> and you're not welcome to come. <laughs> Thank you. 
I was so violent, I guess. I don't know if that would have helped. I'm <laughs> Praise him, though. Hallelujah. Anyhow, we're good. We're good. Talking about end time prayers, not bedtime prayers. Yeah. Amen. And so we want to learn to cooperate with God, making the kind of power available that, that it talks about here, where, where things will turn. Yeah. Things will turn. Yeah. Well, you know, you feel like, well, we've been in, in almost somewhat of a spiritual uh, where revival's concerned. Just if you're walking by sight, you feel like, well, uh, you know, ain't nobody lining up at the doors like they used to line up at the doors when we go. We were talking the other day about going to Brother Hagen's meetings and how they'd line up at the doors for hours and stay in lines. Well, no, ain't seen anybody lining up at the door, although they were here the other night. Yeah. Praise the Lord. But just from the natural, you think, well, just not a lot's happening. Right? right? How do you turn that? How do you turn that? Well, you get enough of a supply to where balls of fire stand out in front of the... Uh, hello? Yeah. <laughs> to where, to, really, to where you bring the power of God to the forefront in such a way that, as Brother Philip was uh, prophesying last night, the realms begin to merge. There's a convergence of the realms. <laughs> And the God realm just, just is so easily accessed, so easily uh, just manifests so easily. And it's not, again, it's not that we're waiting on God to open a valve. Right. No. Yeah. right. Amen. But there, there, is, there is something that requires our participation for, for these things to happen to the degree that he wants them to. Amen. What is that? Prayer. The right kind of prayer. The right kind of prayer. This shall turn to our deliverance. This shall turn to the full. Can we say it this way? This shall turn to the fullness of the era. Through your prayer. And the resulting spiritual supply. Glory to God. Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever thought that your uh, prayer life affects more than just your life? Some of you have. I understand that. Some, for some, it's a, it's a new concept. We want you to get that concept. Your prayer life affects more than your life. Amen. Amen. Smile. This isn't the worst news that you've ever heard. Come on, man. This is like, you might say, well, that, you know, I don't have time for that. You, you don't have time to live inefficiently. And as I believe Pastor Nancy said at the end of the service yesterday morning, uh, anything, anytime you sow to the spirit for the plan of God at large, don't you think it affects your life? When you're in the spirit, you see things, you, you get answers, you get clarity, you get direction. Absolutely. Amen. Uh, there's another verse. If I, if you don't mind me turning there and uh, want to turn with me over to second Corinthians Chapter one, and this is really the other verse that uh, was on my heart, along with Philippians, that God impressed to me. Praise God. Thank you. Glory, glory, everyone. Uh, here in Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, rather the first chapter, Paul's talking again about his problems. Man, he, he sure talked about him a lot, didn't he? <laughs> Verse eight said, "We would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, 
that we were pressed out of measure above strength in so much that we despaired even of life. What's the deal? Guys, I thought Paul was a faith preacher. What's all that kind of talk about? Huh? That, huh? We despaired even of life? How many know it's not a lack of faith to say this is where we were? <laughs> this is where we were. But you understand he's not staying there. But, but he said we had the life squeezed out of us. Uh, circumstances, pressure, things that, things that happened, um, it got us to the point where we were pretty sure we were out of here. And he said, but we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death. How many know there's death and there's great death? (laughs) If you have to choose, just get the regular variety. I ain't interested in this, whatever it was. I'm not, I don't know if they said we're going to dismember you while you're still awake or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever the great death thing was, we don't want it. But the good thing is God delivered them. God delivered. God delivered him. You know, even if you're facing great death, God delivers you. God, if he delivered Paul, he'll deliver you. And he said... He delivered us from so great a death and does deliver, does deliver. If great death has a recurrence, (laughs) if great death says, I'm coming back for another round, come on now. If he delivered you from great death once, he'll deliver you from great death again. And just to cover it, he said, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. But that's not the end of it, y'all. That's not the end of it. He said, you also helping together by prayer for us that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many person, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. And we're going to break that out because yeah, I know it means it's, it sounds like a jumbled mess, doesn't it there a little bit? By the gift of many, many, you know, at least to me, I need it like, yeah. He delivered us from so great a death, does deliver. We trust that he will deliver us. How's that going to happen? You also helping. And I believe the Amplified Bible says, well, I have it right here. uh, No, I don't. It says cooperating. Does it say that? I like that. It says, while you also cooperate by your prayers for us. Paul was in a place, he said, we, we were squeezed. This thing was bigger, again, just like in Philippians, this thing was bigger than us. The circumstances that, that were pressing on us, they were, they were greater than what just our prayer life at the time could handle. It is possible. I'm not, I'm not prophesying to you that you'll get that. I don't, you know, I'm just saying it's possible to be in a situation where you realize this thing is bigger than what I alone can handle. You know, that's just a wonderful reason to have a local church and a pastor. Amen. 
it's, it, it, it boggles my mind. Amazing to me to meet a Christian and we meet them all the time. Said, oh, we're strong believers. We just don't do that church thing. You know what I mean? You know what the church thing is. We just don't do that church thing. You know, we were hurt years ago. Oh, baby. Yeah. We're hurt so badly because the pastor preached the word, which is a two-edged sword. What do you expect? You know, if you don't get offended once in a while by your pastor, he's not preaching the word. It's a sword. Swords cut. <laughs> like Brother Hagin said, how come you get, how come you say that? I don't know. Praise the Lord. But yeah, I just don't do the church thing. What are you going to do? You, you're expecting never to get pressed. You're expecting to never, you're expecting to always be able to handle everything all by your onesie. Yeah. <laughs> and you're expecting to, to, you're expecting to help move the plan of God. No, you don't even know there is a plan to get, get in church. Get in church. Get in church. Find your pastor. Find your pastor. Find your pastor. Come and say, Pastor, evidently, I don't know anything. Help me. Anyhow. So, so yeah, Paul, Paul was in this place. He's like, man, we, we were pressed so hard. This thing was bigger than us. But, but your cooperation. We know that no matter if this happens again, if this even happens worse, we'll be delivered through God's power and your cooperation in prayer. Did the Bible say that? The Bible says it. These are outstanding verses. Huh? Absolutely. Letting us know that there's power that can be generated or brought to the forefront, made easily accessible. Hallelujah. Excellent. Really, some of what I've heard pastors say last night about the power of God being everywhere present but not always in manifestation. Well, the power that's present being into manifestation is not just a, a matter of God's sovereign choice, you see. Yes, God has a plan for every service, right? And there's things, uh, there's things that he would want to do, desire to do. But there's also this, this thought and this aspect of uh, his power coming into manifestation just requires the cooperation of his body. And it can be made easily accessible. Now, one of the best, you'll forgive me if I quote Pastor Nancy too much, but I, if I can't improve on the illustration, I'm just going to quote somebody else's. But I love the illustration of uh, going to Walmart, driving by Walmart with Grant when he was younger. And he said, hey, can we go to Walmart? And uh, she said, no, honey, Walmart's closed. It's the middle of the night. We're coming home from a trip. And he goes, no, there's people there. And she said, they're stocking the shelves. Well, what, what are they doing? You understand that uh, if you go into Walmart and you want to buy cornflakes, rice checks, uh -huh. <laughs> and if they have it in a box in the back, that's not the same as having it sitting right there on the shelf where you just walk by and it doesn't, doesn't really require all the knowledge and skill as it would for you to know which box it's in in the back. You know, and go back there and unbox it yourself. Aren't you glad that when you go in a store, they don't say, it's in the stock room, just go find it. Don't, buy, don't ask me for it. Right? Well, see, that's what, that's, what, that's what this kind of prayer, this power-generating prayer will help do. 
And again, it's not like God has stuff locked up in his vault or locked up in the storeroom. But we're talking, but God's things are in a realm called the spirit realm. And you, I'm pretty sure your needs are not in the spirit realm. Your needs are in your life in the natural realm. And it's a matter of, of these things getting from the spirit realm to the natural realm. And it's not hard. It's not even far away. I said it's not even far away. There's no distance. I mean, the spirit, the spirit realm is not, is not a, a something that exists just in heaven. And we have to, through our prayers, try to penetrate heaven and then, and then have things actually travel. There's no conduit through which uh, cornflakes and rice checks and, and anything. You need. There's no conduit through which those things travel from heaven to earth. We're not in the Old Testament where you, where you have the ladders. Come on. We're not waiting for God to open the window and like a paper airplane, shoot something out and hope that a meteor doesn't knock it off, off course on the way to earth. No, no, no. The spirit realm's in you. Come on now. But, not, but, but listen, it's wonderful for, for the uh, established prayer and the person who's familiar with that realm. It's wonderful that, for them to be able to access things. But what about everybody else that needs help? Huh? You can, bring, you can bring what seems to be hidden in a stock room somewhere. You can bring those things to the forefront where they're right in front of people's face, easily accessed. How does, how does that happen? You also cooperating together by prayer for us. Can I read the rest of this verse? We, we read it once already. You also helping together by prayer for us. That for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons. I want to focus on that sentence right there. The, the gift. The gift is, you know what that means when it says the gift? It's actually the same word that's used when it speaks of what we call the gifts of the Spirit. It means anointings. And endowments, anointings and endowments that came upon us by the means of many persons. Many persons doing what? Many persons helping together by prayer. Power, because isn't when when the gifts of the Spirit manifest? What's that? That's that's power coming to the forefront. That's something being made available. Come on now. That's something, that's something easily accessed. Come on, you've heard it. You've, you've seen it. Uh, the, the minister may be ministering. And all of a sudden, something comes up. He says, I just sense that we're supposed to minister to somebody with this situation. What is that? That's, that's a gift. That's a gift. Might have been the word of knowledge or whatever that it, that it came through. But that gift... That was power being brought to the forefront, easily accessed. How's that happen? How's that happen? One way. I said one way. You also helping together by prayer for us. Amen. 
brings the supernatural into manifestation. Glory to God. This isn't the only aspect of prayer, but this is an important aspect of prayer. And it's, it's one of the aspects that's so necessary in our times, the end times, to where, listen, it ought to be the case that when a lost person comes into a church like this, that prayer has been made. You know what I'm saying? And that when a lost person comes in, they might not be able to just identify what it is. But they ought to be met. When, I mean, when they get in their seat, they ought to realize somebody else is in this seat along with me. That you, you sense God. Even if you don't know Him, you sense God. Ought to be the case. Ought to be the case and, and, and needs to be the case. That when God's wanting to emphasize a certain thing or go a certain direction, it ought to be so tangible in our realm. It ought to be so tangible in, in, just in the natural realm because the things of the Spirit have been brought to the forefront through prayer to where people can access it. And that was the case, if you remember the stories back in the healing revival, that was the case where Brother Hagin testified because he was part of that. He said it was like healing was in the air. Right. And even people, even ministers who had relatively little skill, they were just getting blind, eyes open. And, well, what do you mean it was in the air? What do you mean it was in the air? The atmosphere was saturated because the things of the Spirit were pushing in. Amen. Amen. We, we want that. Not only do we want that, we need, we need that strength of power. We need that strength of power. You know, uh, I told you yesterday, I, I grew up in Buffalo, New York. I, I love being here because uh, it's just been raining. And uh, when you walk outside, you can feel the moisture in the atmosphere. Well, seven, eight years ago, whatever it was, we moved to Colorado. It's completely different there. It is completely because of the altitude and um, it's a more of a desert, arid type of atmosphere. And we will watch clouds roll in and they're rain clouds, but there's no rain. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, it is raining up there but the atmosphere is so dry that it sucks the moisture before it ever gets the ground she's not talking about your church she's not talking about your church (laughs) it sucks the moisture up before the ground where the water is supposed to go yeah and therefore, the, you, see, you drive around, you see signs saying, pray for rain. It is raining. It is raining. Yeah. But the atmosphere is not conducive to receive. Prayer makes the atmosphere conducive. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, want, we want a saturated atmosphere. A saturation. And it's, that's not a weird thing. Yeah. No. I, I'm, remi- I'm reminded of our first church. Uh, we pastored in, bu- in the Buffalo area for 11 years. And uh, 
at that point, we would, have, we would have visitors come, you know, and then people would come from the big church in the area that you would call a seeker church. And that, that was all kind of just getting going at yeah. the same time. And uh, they would come in, and we'd just visiting our service, and they would freak out. And it's not because I spoke in tongues, no. and it's not because we ran and danced, nobody rolled on the floor, <laughs> nobody even screamed and shouted. Right, right. It was a flow of, just a flow of praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Had it every service, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. But they sensed something, and they're like, we, uh, whatever this is, we don't, ha- we don't have this in our church. And, one of, and our ushers actually came to us and said, we heard him say, let's get out of here while we still can. But we're not talking about anything weird, we're, but no. we're talking about the atmosphere saturated. Now, a lost person who would come in, who wasn't religiously educated at the, at the dry church, right. they're like, this is too wet, this is too wet, we want it dry, we like it dry. <laughs> well, enjoy dry when you need, when you need a flow, on, that's the only problem. But you get a lost person coming who didn't know any different. Yeah. They'll find God. They're like, yeah. oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, we like this. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. So in every revival of the past um, that I've studied, you see the power plant. You see a group of people that are hungry to change the atmosphere. Yeah. Mar- Mariah would with Edder, she'd get to a town and she'd say, it was so dry. It was so dry. Charles Finney, he'd get to a place and he'd be like, this church is dry. So what did he do? He had, he had Father Nash. He had different people that would go and pray and make, change the atmosphere. Make it conducive for the glory to fall. Hallelujah. And it didn't just change for that week. It didn't just change the church. It changed the town. It changed the region. It changed the county. It changed the state. It changed. And it resided and it stayed. It became a place where the glory could fall and funnel out. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll remind you of James chapter 5, verse 16, which we talked about yesterday, um, which says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Effectual fervent. Remember what we told you that means? Effectual fervent. uh, That power generating. Mm -hmm. That power generating prayer. Right. And Amen. If, and if I could say the this, energy of God, the energy of God, it, it doesn't, effectual fervent doesn't mean we just get louder. Doesn't mean we just get more excited. Doesn't mean we just, you know, get a little more zany <laughs> to freak people out. It, it's not, it's not an emotion. It's finding how the spirit is leading us to pray at that time. And connecting, hooking up with the direction he's leading us. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's soft. Sometimes it's weeping. Sometimes it's rejoicing. But we have to hook with the spirit. That's effectual. Yeah, spirit-led prayer. Right. The energy, the effectual fervent prayer avails much. Avail means to make a strong degree of power. 
available. It's amazing. Figure we ought to do it. What do you say? Should we do it? Let me, before we do, let me, let me preface it by saying this. Um, one of the ways we do that, prayer takes different forms. I, w- I, want, you to, I want you to understand this, that uh, w- at the beginning of the service, when we were praising God with the music, after the music, that counts. That counts. Not, not, only, not only is that uh, an effectual form of prayer, it, it's, it's one of the most frequent aspects of your prayer life. Right. Yeah. Amen. We have the idea sometimes in our faith circles here that, that the only thing that's effective is tongues. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. But tongues can be effective too. Sure, yeah. of course. Yeah, that's course. a different teaching, you know, a yeah. different sermon. But, yeah. but one of the ways we do pray is by yielding to the Spirit's utterance in other tongues. And I want to say this before we pray, that uh, because there's some t- sometimes people that would attend these meetings that you may not have any experience um, in, in that kind of praying, mm-hmm. speaking in other tongues, yeah. praying in other tongues. And uh, I know we, we, could, we could give you an altar call along those lines. It's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Many of you have received that experience. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Many of you here, you do speak in tongues, don't you? Mm-hmm. And uh, just by way for help of anybody who doesn't, if, if, that, if that experience has blessed your life, would you just wave your hand, raise it, huh? If, if it's just a powerful, yeah, see, almost everybody. But, uh, but I believe there might be those come to these meetings, whether it's today or tomorrow or another time. You don't have that. You know, you know what you can do? You could just jump in. You could just jump in and grab hold of it from your seat. And as we're generating power, it's, it's available for you to take hold of. Amen. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you pray a certain prayer. Right. You don't need somebody could lay hands on you. You don't need somebody lay hands on you. You can just you could just jump in and say, well, that that's for me, too. I take it. Right. Amen. Right. Anybody here is that's how you received. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. See so many people. We don't hear that taught a whole lot that you can receive that way. Just grab it like a dog does a does a bone and say, this is mine. I take it. Here goes. Here goes. <laughs> Or as a friend of mine says, let it rip, potato chip. <laughs> so we're just going to direct our prayer. We'll start out in, our, in English, of course. We're just going to direct our prayer along the lines of the plan of God. And, and that which he wants to do. And gosh, I know it seems like I preached for a while up here, and I did. But you, you got to understand, we haven't, even, we haven't even opened the can. Uh, I mean, the worms are still banging on the lid saying, let me out. <laughs> there's so much there's so much to say so much to to minister in these areas and we'll believe god you might just have to come to all these meetings uh wherever they are in the in the country or in the world and and, and eventually we'll get to it right hallelujah hallelujah so we'll we'll start out just directing our prayers that direction and then then we'll uh we'll trust god to help us with the specifics how many here you know all the specifics of the plan of god that need to be prayed out no, me neither. So, so we're going to trust God for that help, for that utterance, right? You can stand, you can sit, you can do whatever really within reason that you want to do. Pray with us if you would. Uh, matter of fact, pray this after me. Why don't you just repeat this? Let your heart agree with it. Father God, Father God, we're grateful. We're grateful that you're our Father. That you're our Father. That we're your children. That we're your children. Thank you that we've been born again. Thank you that we've been. Thank born you we're again. alive to God. Thank you. 
Dead to sin no more. Dead to sin no more. Thank you that we're headed for heaven. Thank you that we're headed for heaven. Thank you also, Father. Thank you also, Father. That we're participants. That we're participants. In your plan here on earth. In your plan. We're so honored, so so humbled that you need us. So humbled that you need us. Just like we need you. Just like we need you. So we endeavor to take our place. So we endeavor to take our place. We commit to cooperate. We commit to cooperate. To take part. To take part. In your great plan. In your great plan. Helping in prayer. Helping in prayer. We invite you, Father. We invite you, Father. As residents of earth. As residents of earth. Move among us. Move among us. Do all you desire. Do all you desire. Fulfill your plan. Fulfill your plan. We see some of your plan. We see some of your plan. We know Jesus must return. We know Jesus must return. We know the earth must receive the gospel. We know the earth must receive the We gospel. know power must flow. We know power must flow. At levels that will cause the waters to rise. At levels that will cause the waters to rise. And reach the unreached. And reach the unreached. And so, Father, we pray along those lines. Father, we pray along those lines. Thank you. Thank you. For the fullness. For the fullness. Of our era. Of our era. Thank you for the fullness. Thank you for the fullness. Of the move of God. Of the move of God. Thank you for the greatness. Of your outpouring. Thank you for signs. Thank you for wonders and miracles. Thank you for healings and deliverance. And most of all, thank you. And most of all, thank you. For so many fish coming in. For so many fish. So many souls coming in. So many souls coming in. That it completes your body. That it completes your body. And fulfills this era. And fulfills this era. Now, Father, we've prayed generally. Now, Father, we pray generally with our understanding, with our understanding. But we trust the Spirit now. But we trust the Spirit now. Who helps us? Who helps us? Who gives us utterance? Who gives us utterance to do just that? To do just that. Helping us. Helping us as we help in prayer. As we help in prayer. Yeah, pravlu koshi de God. Kuplan bad bad lote bad lote bad lote bad bleto bad bleko bad bleko tisti grek kukraki gongrandus kukraki gozanzi geshi kalago aratos deras doros derekena ninagara kalasto kurlasto berplebu berbleto bar elapolos barabe baranos kegakukrastika opachita stukurabana. Yeah. Sticker, Tito Copa, Pasico, Opam, Bramming, Gans, and Dombra, Manzina, 
Stand up with us, maybe everybody. Change your position. Keep praying a little bit if you want. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. It must come yes, to pass. It must come to pass. Ah, 
Thank you, thank you. That where the river goes, things live. We say thank you, thank you, thank you. That you hear and answer prayer. You say thank you, thank you, thank you. Where we can't go, you take us there. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We glorify you. We magnify you for the greatness of your plan. For the greatness of your plan. Your plan in these last days. We thank you for it, Father. We glorify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glorify you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I would encourage you, go back and um, watch this again. And uh, take it back to your church, you know. And those of you who have a prayer group or whatever, let them see it. Let them hear. And um, let's go further. I said, let's go further. We were sitting in Russia and we were at the dinner table afterwards. We were at the hotel. Just our group was there at the table. And um, I sensed the Holy Ghost wanted to say something to us. So we just kind of sat there quietly and prayed in the spirit in the restaurant. And then the spirit of God said to me, he said, the way to go further in this area is go further in the spirit what he said and um he's he's ready to go he's just got uh, he's he's waiting on us to go with him he's waiting on us to go with him so we're we we choose and we position ourselves and we live our lives in a way that we can go further you say well i want to go further yeah but you have to be available to him in that right yeah Hallelujah. So we're making that choice and we're making, taking those steps. Once you make the choice, you have to take the steps that dictate the choice, that show the choice. Amen. Hallelujah. So we choose to go further in the spirit. And you, you can only go there with the Holy Ghost. I mean, you can't force your way, but all you can do is be available to the one who can take us further. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you can be seated if you would, and we're going to, at this time, go ahead and take a moment and receive the expense offering for the services, and we're believing for double, double of what the expenses are. We're believing for double to come in, and uh, we're well on our way. Amen? So there's an offering envelope right at your seat. In the pocket that's on the back of the seat, there's an envelope there, and it's a Dufresne Ministries envelope. And if you're making out checks, make them payable to DM or Dufresne Ministries. If you're giving by cash, please make sure you fill that offering envelope out completely. And then, of course, there's the text to give option that is available there on the screen. And uh, you're going to text the letters DM to the number that's on the screen and then follow the prompts after that. And that you can then give that way if you choose to do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't... Uh, evidently, his... Your materials, more of your materials arrived. All of them are back there. Good, good, good. Um, I, I love I, I love Brother Joel's books, you know. And he knows he better be bringing me one before it even hits the tables you know because it's just that's the law of the book and um so he brought me he brought me because I, I never know when he's writing one he just shows up with one in his hand and so he handed me his latest book the other day back in our green room and it's called rich 
biblical proof for prosperity. Then he reached in his bag and handed me another, richer. <laughs> More biblical proof for prosperity. So you need rich and richer. Say again. You need rich and richer. And uh, so those are out there. And uh, I tell you what, we've got a job to do. And we have a, a, we have a move to fund. We, we need to be interested in being rich and richer so that we can be mo- used as vessels to fund. Amen. Because, uh, you know... The, the work has to be funded. And I, 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 I'm trying to remember the exact quote that Brother Copeland made at one time. And he said, it might not be life and death to you whether or not you prosper. But it is life and death to others. Because if we don't fund the gospel to them, it means life and death. You, you know the gospel. And so many times people are, you know, they're, they just have enough for them. But people got, die and go to hell who don't hear. And that takes, the gospel is free, but getting it to the people takes, it, 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 take, it takes a, a cost. And so we want to be able to flow with God in that. And then we have out there this one, such an important book, Flowing with the Holy Spirit and uh we need to, you have to understand God, God directs us in our lives by his word and by his spirit. His word is his general instruction to everyone. But the leading of the spirit is the specifics of your life. So we need the general and we need the specifics. And so we need to know how to follow the spirit. And so it's so important. And, you know, when my husband went home to be with the Lord for an entire year, this is what I preached on because this is what got me through that transition, following the Spirit, following the Spirit. And so I'm so grateful um, that, he, that he led us. And um, the work has continued and been blessed. And there's going to be seasons in your life that, that have transitions in between those seasons. And you have to be very keen at following the Spirit in those times, especially because that's when the time, when there's much movement, the, in, the devil imitates that movement. And he tries to move alongside and tries to insert some wrong things. So you have to make sure you know to follow the Spirit. So you're just not following everything moving. Amen. And so that's out there. And then we want to remind you, we have different uh, booklets out here like this. This one's on healing, but we have them on different topics, as I believe six of them, and they're free of charge. Pick them up. And then also you can download those on our website. And we just uh, uploaded something to our website for you. And we we typed up every in him scripture in the in the Bible. And we made it a downloadable document for you. So you can go there and just download. It's free of charge. So go to our free download page, you know, page and you can and you can do that. And that's out there. Hallelujah. We want to remind you, of course, uh, Thursday night service is our double up service. So that means whatever you want to you were going to give double it 
and be prepared for that on Thursday night. And then um, we may be ministering to the sick at different times in these meetings, but for certain, we will purpose to lay hands on anyone who needs healing that wasn't ministered to during the week. And uh, so that will be Thursday night. We will do that. So uh, always be expecting with us and ready to believe with us on that. Amen. And um, if you receive during especially this not just during this crusade, but if there was a time even when my husband ministered, if I, when I ministered, I've been here in previous times, if you received healings, uh, we want to hear about that. That does so much to encourage uh, the faith of other people. And uh, testimonies are important. I was reading um, in Richard Sigmund's book on my time in heaven. And when he was had the experience of going to heaven, he was taken into one building, and uh, it was the testimony building. And uh, the, 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 an angel that was there uh, picked up a scroll off one of the shelves and handed it to him, and Richard began to read a testimony of a woman that he knew. And it said, I want to give glory to God because when I was dying, the power of God came and manifested and I was raised up and heaven recorded her exact testimony. And there's a building where those are held and people can go and read and feed on those. Heaven records what you say about what he did. And it matters that we say what he did. And you know, remember when Paul stood before King Agrippa, he didn't bring any revelation that was so that was so that so filled his letters he just said i was on my way to damascus i was on the road to damascus and a light shone round about what he do before the highest office in the land he just gave his testimony and i tell you what your testimonies matter amen they're landmarks in our life that point up people to the right right directions so we want to hear about your testimony please don't treat it lightly please don't not tell it to us it matters to us jesus wanted to hear about the woman with the issue of blood he wanted to hear her testimony and so um many have been healed because she told her testimony today multitudes have been healed because she told her testimony and to withhold that testimony is to withhold what God can do through that testimony. So we ask you, there's, there's uh, cards, testimony cards to fill out at the book table. You can fill it out and leave it there, or you can mail it in, or you can go to our website and you can fill out. There's a testimony page on our website for you to fill out. So please honor that, what God's done, and let us know about that. Amen. Are you ready to give this morning? Hold your offering up before the Lord. Father, we thank you again for the privilege to give. Father, thank you for what we've heard today. We purpose to be doers of it. We're going further. We choose to go further. And we make the steps to be available to your spirit to take us further. And so, Father, as we give this morning, we release our faith. And we declare together that my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Let's just go ahead. As the... Um, as the offering bucket goes your way, say this with me. All the money that Dufresne Ministries needs, it'll come. All the money that my church needs, it'll come. All the money that I need, it'll come. All the money that my business needs, it'll come. 
We believe that, don't we? And we're funding. Say this, and we're funding what God is doing. Because what matters to God matters to me. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to remind you, service times tonight at 7. Again, 10 o'clock in the morning, all the way through Thursday morning and Thursday night, 10 a.m., 7 p.m. Send with us to your feet this morning, if you would. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody before you're dismissed and say, I'm going to keep bringing my supply. And you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.